Hey, you might be asking yourself, what's a snack accident? Have you been out with friends and accidentally eaten all the appetizers for the table? Have you sat on the couch for your favorite show and eaten a whole can of Pringles after only the first episode? Then you, my friends, have had a snack accident. But that's okay. We're not here to judge. We're here to help. By judging. But we're here to offer you better quality snack accidents through careful consideration and cutthroat democracy. Each episode, we bring snacks that we love in a head-to-head battle, an ultimate snackdown, where we taste and score each other's snacks and vote on the final snack champ. At the end of each episode, the final snack champ will go on to fight the winner of the next episode and become our version of a snack Highlander, or as we like to call it, Snacklander. Now, what snacks qualify as competitors? These can be any food or drink item easily attainable. We want to keep it simple and accessible so you can join in the fun at home. Now these can be snacks that need small amounts of preparation such as cooking, microwaving, or boiling, but they must consist of the product and just that. Exactly. Now with that out of the way, let's introduce ourselves as your guides and experts. I'm Charlie, your limited edition snack addict. (laughs) And I'm Sam, your amateur chocolatier. And now, a quick message from our sponsor, Cocolo Treats, an online luxury confectionery brand based in Wiltshire. They sell a variety of confectionery goods including handmade chocolate bars, creamy fudge, and pick-and-mix sweets, as well as specialty coffee and tea. They have a wide selection of gifts that are perfect for everyone, so head to www.cocolotreats.com to browse their full collection. So, the theme we're celebrating this episode is... Birthdays! From cake to kinder eggs, we want to find the best birthday snacks. And to help us decide, we have our very own birthday girl. And to help us decide, we have our very own birthday girl, Lizzie Edwards. Hi. <laughs> so we are. That's the same reaction we get that happens every, every single, single person. person. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, Lizzie, can you share an example of a snack with us today? Sure. My most memorable snack accident was on a holiday to Cornwall. One of my favourite things about going to Cornwall, aside from the beaches and the it weather... so exotic. Um, sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the moment, you can't really go anywhere more exotic yeah. than Cornwall. Yeah. Um, but I love the pastries. I love the pasties. I'm actually really disappointed that I wasn't invited onto your pastry episode that you did. <laughs> Rude. Um, but I had just bought a delicious Cornish pasty from a little local bakery, sitting on a wall, looking out at the sea, and I just just peeked the edge of my pasty out of the bag, was bringing it up to my face, really excited, and then it was gone. <laughs> exactly! A seagull fully smacked into my face took the pasty, which I can't even express to you how little of the pasty was sticking out of the bag because I was aware of these hideous beasts oh, that were flying around. Oh, they're pros down there. Exactly. Because the pasty was still full, like, because it was still the whole pasty, the bird couldn't even carry it and <laughs> dropped it onto the sand below. So the, the stupid animal didn't even eat it. Oh, what an ass. It's like, fuck, that's hot. <laughs> exactly. Drop it like it's hot. And I was just... <laughs> 
livid. <laughs> and my friend that I was with oh, yeah. just sat and laughed at me because her pasty was still intact. <laughs> it wasn't smashed up like yours was. <laughs> Uh, did you go and get a new one? No, I was having too much of a tantrum. I went oh, and got an ice cream instead, I think. <laughs> Funnily enough, I think... Uh, where did we go on holiday? To the beach. Oh, shit, I don't know. I did something. I did something with... Your, <laughs> At some I was point, being, we went to... I was, we went to a beach once, and I was being mean to you about your ice cream and a bird stole it or something. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I think it was... Maybe Lime Regis, and yeah, this was a beautiful uh, hazelnut praline one. Oh, and it was just it was gone, it was taken, it was Thanos out of existence. Just very dusted. sad. It's sad when you lose food, it's very sad when you lose food. Um, relatable, yeah. <laughs> Lizzie, uh, have you been doing anything at the minute that's not losing pasties? So my day job is that I am a secondary school science teacher. Oh, and nice. And other than doing that, I literally don't have time for anything else. <laughs> I have heard it's your birthday today. Oh, yeah, no, sure, it is my birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so what have you done on your birthday today? Um, I went and saw my family. We had a delicious roast dinner. Mm-hmm. And then went for a walk afterwards to walk off all of those gravy calories. Um, oh, man, those gravy calories, they're so hard to get rid of. Because, I mean, any good gravy, you use the juice from the meat, which is just code for fat. You basically just make it oh, 100%. a delicious, liquidy, fatty sauce. And we all love it, but it's... <laughs> oh, actually, it's, it's, the, only, it's the only gravy that counts. And I was amazed to find out that KFC actually makes their gravy the same way, but everyone was like, oh, that's disgusting. I'm never having KFC gravy again, because they're idiots. I thought it was... Uh, d- let's, let's, we, yeah. went Ikea, we went to uh, Ikea two weeks ago uh, to get some furniture for the house and stuff, and Sam treated me to my first KFC ever. Didn't rate the gravy. Oh. <laughs> I, I was so excited yeah. to have it. I went on a little terminal to find if they had the gravy. Didn't have the gravy. And then I sent Sam up the till to go I'm and not, get I'm some not gravy. letting my man go to KFC for the first time. I'm not getting fucking gravy. I was there the day before yesterday. They didn't have any goddamn chicken. <laughs> they ran <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. What gravy did you have on your roast? I probably but, like, have. We're not basic, we don't use granules. I have a side beef to make the gravy for my pork. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a secondary best friend for a guy. This is my side beef. My side, Sam, my side beef. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh. side beef. <laughs> Uh, Sam, what have you been up to? Okay, well, uh, this is going to be a little different than we normally do, but first we must travel back in time to a couple of months ago to uh, a late-back game of Carcassonne at Chateau de Charles, Uh, as it happens, uh, which, shamefully, I hadn't played before. I thought I had. Entirely different game. Thoroughly enjoyed it. uh, An evening of attempting to build Mega City from Judge Dredd, and, of course, the Autobahn. The Autobahn. The Autobahn, as we all remember, which was great fun. Uh, So I wanted to thank Lizzie once again, which uh, brings us back to this week, where I was determined to find something to show my gratitude on half of the Snacks and Podcast, we'd like to present you with a little present. And personally, after I found this, I think it's another home dunk slam run. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> May we present you with this? Oh my god, you bought me a tapestry. It is a carcass on tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really love it. And any time I play Carcassonne, I feel like be, this could be almost oh, the game board on which now. we build that's, the Carcassonne. That's totally your colour as well. Yeah, it's sort of a bluey green. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And it's the only one I've ever seen. There you go. Oh <laughs> so it's all yours. <laughs> Isn't it cute? You're welcome. Oh, yeah, I didn't say thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that didn't sound pissy, Sam. That wasn't my intention. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well done, thank you. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. Charles, what have you been up to at the moment? Well, Sam, yes. I'm still playing Elden Ring. That's oh, not yes. really news, I've though. I've heard that. <laughs> I'm still playing Elden Ring, and I'm sure I will be for quite a long time. But last week marks the anniversary of mine and Becky's moving into our house two years oh, ago. of course, yeah. And to celebrate, I paid a lot of money to insure it. And that was nice. <laughs> you didn't have home insurance before? No, I did have home insurance. It's just renewed because oh, okay. of a new year. Oh, no, no, no. Like, you have to have that for your No, I just think uh, it was just the whole thing of, like, yay, we've been here for two years. Now have some money. We want some money, please. (laughs) More money. It's always more money with people, isn't it? Gah. Speaking of, join our Patreon. It's the next Patreon that we're opening. We've said that, like, three times now. There isn't one, but there should be. Yeah, there should be. For, like, the one person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, that's what I've been up to. It's cripplingly sad. My poll bank account. <laughs> yeah. I, like, going back to the more interesting bit of what you said, though, I've been playing Elden Ring. What? You've been playing Elden Ring? You didn't tell me. Yeah. What? Although my playthrough is really slow. I just sneak behind people, <coughs> backstab them, <coughs> and then run the fuck away. Okay, yeah. Rinse, no, repeat. Obviously, that's not as slow as mine, because I haven't even started yet. <laughs> no. So, at the start of the game, Pump Vigor put points into offensive stats. They equal nothing early game, whereas your health is a flat increase. So just put in health. You live a lot longer. You won't have to sneak after everyone. I, I still you, enjoy you, doing that, though. Yeah, no, it is fun, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like yeah. Jaws, like... Cool. Well, that's been our podcast, Elden Cast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, snacks. <laughs> we'll join you again next week. We have quite a lot of guests that come on and we just start talking about video games and it's like, eh, why can't we do a video game podcast? Yeah, I got, a movie, I got a movie podcast plans. Well, when this becomes like a franchise, I've got a lot ready when? in the bank. Anyway, yeah. there's, there's a whole plethora of, of other things planned. So that's what we've been up to this week and it's time to jump into the first round. Woo! So now we'll each get the chance to fight our case for the snacks we've brought and why we love them. So Charles, what have you brought for us today? Well Sam, I find a lot of party food to be garbage. (laughs) Nasty tiny sandwiches, dry sausage rolls, soggy pink panthers. So I have gone with the crown jewel of a party, the cake. Now normally for birthdays, my mum has always makes me a cake stacked with all of my favourite things. Oh, Claire goes all out. Yeah, she sure. goes all out, generally involving salted caramel in a plethora of different forms. Unfortunately, this does not fit the criteria. No. So I went with a close second work cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, work cake. Generally, whenever we have a birthday at work, we have a mix of these kind of like supermarket cakes. My favourite of the bunch is the Tesco's finest variety. And today I have brought for you red velvet cake because I know Sam loves them <laughs> so much. And you yeah. can't not like them, can you? Like, well, how do you feel about red velvet, Lizzie? As far as cake goes, I feel it's the best kind of cake. I'm just really confused by its colour though. Why red? The allure. Yeah. Oh, red luxury. velvet luxury. Mmm, mm, prestige. Blood. Ooh. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> to me, red does not feel luxurious. No, it's but... it's like a it's like a royal colour. Like it's yeah. a deep red. Surely that's purple. Surely I mean, purple velvet cake. I'd, I'd say Actually, that be red, blue. blue, or purple could be nice royal colours. It's the tone rather than the actual colour. But, I mean, it looks interesting and it tastes good, right? I feel like you've deliberately well, done we'll this just to get some points. Some points, yeah. Well, this is it's a game show about winning, Sam. That's, that's all we're here for, really. <laughs> 
has. Yeah, it's not my first rodeo. I've already done that, I guess. The um the Tesco finest version, as far as I've had, are always nice and moist. They've got a thick layer of like cream in them. They it's just it's just good I stuff. I would have to agree. From the times where we've had it at work, it is one of those things where if you haven't got like a massive workforce mm. and you know someone's brought in a cake kind of thing, it means you all get kind of like a piece, and then there's not some really stale ass cake yeah. just hanging around for like it's, a week. It's not huge. It's like a uh, big ass muffin. A big ass muffin. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not going to make you sick, but there's plenty to go around. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I couldn't bring my mummy's cake, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't the mummy Although cake. I'm really show. sad that you didn't, because her cakes are mega. She's she's been so busy recent. I would have bought you a cake, Lizzie. I would have, but Sam wouldn't have let us have it anyway. He's like, no, you're not allowed to eat it in here. I bought Lizzie a cake. Did you make it with your own hands? Through money means, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went enough. to work, I earned my money. That's what Charlie brought. Yeah. Fantastic. So, that was Charlie. Lizzie, what have you brought for us today? Well, like Charlie, I decided that the cake was the most important bit of any birthday party, right? My choice is just such a classic, the Colin the Caterpillar cake. Mm. Now, I know there has been some controversy in recent years over various Caterpillar cakes from different supermarkets and some sort of Caterpillar social media war mm. but I went with Colin the original the original from, as far as I'm aware without having looked for me it's just all about the nostalgia mm. I don't really remember a birthday party of mine where there wasn't a Colin the Caterpillar cake <laughs> and is it really been your birthday if you haven't eaten the chocolatey face of... is it chocolate <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you haven't devoured the like features? A, I thought it was like a fondant. No. No? Is it chocolate? Okay. It's a solid chocolate face. Whoa, that's a that's a big old block of chocolate. Yeah, and I argue yeah. that it's, you've had a shit birthday. Mm. If you haven't eaten a chocolatey caterpillar cake face, okay. then you've not really had a birthday. <laughs> so in that case, <laughs> we're all and your parents don't love you. Were all of your birthdays sort of like Silence of the Lambs themes? <laughs> or is this just a coincidence? <laughs> no. Although, I mean, it was fairly often that the Colin the Caterpillar cake would result in some sort of fight. Mostly because <laughs> <laughs> I have an older sister who spent all of our childhood attempting to wind me up in one way or another. And there is photographic evidence of her blowing out my candles on my caterpillar cake. (laughs) And then my face just being like thunder and rage. And then my mum having to quickly come and relight the candles before... The knife Yeah, before a full-on meltdown happened. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's what they say. We've all learned through Hannibal, you know, you've got to take the cheeks of the face of whatever the thing is. That's the most delicate but, like, prestigious piece and you give it to your, your... guest I mean in the film did, that's what they say did not know that no, so did you put your sister down a hole and give her, <laughs> give her the back of the cake it like puts a, on the cream <laughs> just an apple core to the face <laughs> <laughs> It's probably it's gonna be an apple core. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What? Who serves fruit at a birthday party? I like fruit. <laughs> Sam, apples are poisonous to you. You can't eat them. Uh, they are yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> In more recent years, due to you know what's been going on, I've still had a caterpillar cake, but I have had <laughs> like no one to no share. No matter it the with. war, no matter the. <laughs> I will have a caterpillar cake. Come rain or shine, there will be a caterpillar cake for my birthday. Why do you think I'm here? (laughs) 
sometimes. <laughs> this is the only was, way I'm getting a caterpillar cake today. It was for the free cake. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. In the inevitable, like, Mad Max breakdown of society, when it does get round to your birthday and that has already taken hold, are you just going to be out in, like, the woods looking for caterpillars? I'll just have to somehow make my own, which I don't feel like will do anywhere near justice to... It'll be a flash Oh, there's no eggs, thing. no flour, no, but there is real caterpillars. It's going to be a flash I'll just end caterpillar. up mashing them and rolling them up with a some other stuff. A <laughs> Alright, Sam, food podcast. Sam, what did what did you bring? Come on. Okay. I wasn't done about the caterpillar. Oh, cake. Good, okay. What, what, what do you have? What do you have? I was saying that because I didn't have, passion. I haven't had many people to share the caterpillar cake with. I've had to find new ways to eat it without getting really bored. Oh, I so like this. My serving suggestion that I have discovered in mm. my adult life is take a middle <laughs> slice and just microwave it for a few seconds. Oh my god. And that's what I'm gonna make you do today with the caterpillar cake for when you sample it. What? It makes the chocolate on top melt into the cake and it's just slightly warm and more moist. And that's what I'm going to make you do. And that's Man. my submission. Why a middle piece? Well, you can't have the, the face bit because <laughs> yeah, you have to eat yeah. the face separately. We've been through that. Are we sharing the face? <laughs> the face is no. already gone. It is my birthday and okay. I am eating that chocolatey face. You're not having that. Okay. So is... <laughs> <laughs> As an established, you know, someone with a science degree, school teacher, passing this knowledge on to others, was this... <laughs> Is this was an this experiment? Very recently, <laughs> was it? Was there like lab results and stuff to be filled out? Or? I mean, I haven't. Because done... if you document it, that that mm. is kind of science. Yeah, I haven't tested it on other people. <laughs> to be fair, which would be the next stage. Which basically, you are my test subjects. Mm. Mm. Is it me? Am I insane that microwaving a bit of caterpillar cake is just wrong? <laughs> You're like you will be the definitive answer to that question. Well, we are going to find out. I did my best to try and find some like kids' party cutlery to bring for the podcast too. To make it real authentic. Doctors Idiot. say Colin the caterpillar cakes taste 30% better microwaved. Do they? <laughs> okay, sure, I'll take that. Sam, what have you bought today? Okay, so when I think of birthday parties, and this is ironic because this is going to be very much in stark contrast to what you guys have said so far, but uh, I think of basically anything that's not cake because as much as I like food, I really dislike sponge cakes and most cakes in general. So this is going to be interesting. This does not bode well for us. No, well, it, they're just not my jam, pardon the pun. But I do have a sweet tooth, so I'm always keeping an eye out for the uh, the particular bad boys I brought with me today. The Mr. Kipling Viennese World. I adore these gorgeous little fancy discs and I think they always bring a touch of class to any occasion. Great flavour, great texture. I just love them and honestly, I just find them really aesthetically pleasing. This is just a nice it's, there. It's, it's, a, it's a handsome looking biscuit. It is. They're very pretty biscuits. Yeah. I mean, they're not, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you could, like, if you compare it to a sausage roll. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah, I mean. A little dusting. They, look, they, look they like do dusting look all right. I do find them a bit dry, generally speaking, <laughs> but maybe today will change my mind. I mean, I don't see it really swaying my vote, but that's, that's yet to be seen. Yeah, I feel this isn't going to go well for me, but never mind. <laughs> You should know your audience before you bring a treat in, Sam. I was just so... Yeah, but I was so genuinely enamoured with these. I was like, oh, they'll do fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> they'll do just fine. They'll do okay. They'll do great. Well, with that in mind, before we move into the next round, has anyone got any honourable mentions? My mum's cake. Go and, If you get an opportunity, go and find my mum, ask her for a cake. Delicious. What's Very your mum's nice. Instagram? Uh, away with the Clary. <laughs> 
away with the Clarys, I think. Yeah. We're going to have to put a link for that. I'll put a link that I'm sure she she loved her. She please no hate mail. My mom's lovely. Oh, yeah. She is. That's the best place to put anywhere. It's like your personal details on the internet. Yeah. All of our fans, everyone that's listening, all all of the thousands, please don't be mean to my mom. Lizzie, do you have an honourable mention? Yeah, I do actually have an honourable mention. Okay. So, I mean, I have a couple, actually, because oh. a party, for me, mm-hmm. it's not a party. Obviously, the con and the caterpillar cake, which is what I went with. Mm-hmm. But it's not a party if there aren't Pringles. Oh, oh. You should have bought Pringles. Pringles are so close to my heart, yeah. And, and all my cholesterol and... <laughs> and party else. rings. Oh, party rings are up there, too. That, like, if Becky was here today, she would have bought the party rings. I, I mean, they are pretty good. Yeah, and it's another, like, nostalgic party food from all the kids parties that I went to as a child. I do Jeff. think of I do think of parties and I do think of party rings. That said, there might not be like my favourite flavour of things, but like just seeing them just makes me happy. Yeah, seeing them, but like it's flavour town in here. Like you're really gonna <laughs> eat a party ring and go, mmm, delicious. This is so much nicer than I still think I'd, I still think I'd choose it over a being as well. Whoa. Oh man, well, I just I just bow out now then I guess. <laughs> but never mind. Oh yeah, no, over a being as well, but probably not a Colin cake. No. No, I'll give it up. Fine. Well, as far as my honorable mentions go, my runner-up has to be those good old-fashioned cornflake cakes. I do want to clarify that they got to be the homemade ones because they they just rise above the rest. But yeah, I think again, birthday parties. I think party rings, cornflake cakes, Viennese rolls, disappointing cake, orange juice. That's about it, really. Uh, yeah. Orange juice. Orange juice. So do you mean budget lemonade? Oh, budget lemonade, of course. Just like any supermarket brand lemonade. <laughs> Some cream soda. Yeah, mm. and something that's green and you're like not sure soda. what it is. Maybe it's limeade. Maybe. Maybe it's supposed to be apple flavoured. Oh, Nobody yeah, really they knows. were never very good. Just no. a tray of carrots with hummus that no one's touched. <laughs> oh, oh, those little plastic cuppies that came with the straw mm. and you pierce it in the top and it just tastes like whatever yeah. colour it is Kid that crack. you're drinking. Yeah, it's <laughs> like exactly. The, the poor person's I doubt you could even still get those. No, no. There's a lot of stuff where I was looking around for episodes and I, from my past... And it's like, oh, they just don't sell that anymore because it's not. It wasn't good for you. <laughs> no. So you shouldn't give it to kids. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here and say, I hope they don't make them anymore because they were awful. <laughs> yeah, it was just. I think it was just water and food coloring. They never tasted oh, yeah, anything. A lot of sugar too. And some oh, e yeah, numbers. But yeah. like no flavor. Love them e numbers. <laughs> mm. yeah, 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 yeah. The sweet taste of chemicals. Right. Well, with that out of the way, we're gonna move into the next round and uh, try some snacks. Oh yes. But first, snack facts. Did you know Heinz baked beans were officially classified as essential food during wartime rationing? Well, no, I didn't, but it seems fairly obvious. I mean, most like most college students just live on them, don't they? I hate beans. I mean, do you love water? What I'm saying is, you don't need to love something if you need it to survive necessarily. But it has a lot of good calories in it for you, and <laughs> Charlie's face. Oh no! Fantastic. Did you know Heinz made the world's smallest microwave in 2009 called the Beans Away? <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, USB powered so you could cook your bean snack pots at work and I imagine become probably the most hated person in any office. Wait, so uh, did, I want a visual cue for this. How big is this microwave? Is um, this something you've... So yeah, think of it like a... an extra large mug, which what? is exactly what you'd look like if you bought one of these kind of things. <laughs> you didn't even, you didn't even write yeah, that down. That was on the dome. dome. Oh. <laughs> well, anyway, fuck beans. I hate them. <laughs> 
next segment. Bam! That's Snack Facts! So, we have just tried Colin the Caterpillar Cake and its controversial microwave preparation. Lizzie, is it everything you hoped it would still be? Absolutely! <laughs> Like I said, I'm a massive fan of it microwaved because the stuff in the middle, what is it, icing? Who knows? But it gets just sort of warm and melty and makes oh, the sponge warm. sort of more... It gets warm. More I know Charlie had uh, a couple reservations to begin with. Yeah, obviously there is the danger that because you've microwaved it, it's, it's got to be... What was the phrase that you used, Charlie? Uh, like the surface of the sun. <laughs> Charlie did burn himself. It saying, could have been delicious. I would not know because I'll never taste again. <laughs> well, it's going to make the rest of the reviews quite interesting. <laughs> but then, even though the middle was really warm, it leaves the outside, mm. like, outside chocolate layer still solid, so you still get that bit of crunch. Yeah, it's no, It's just no. then squishy, warm chocolatey cake in the middle. I, I kid, it didn't burn me that badly. It was just a shock. <laughs> but it was it was nice. The, uh, the texture, I found, was better because, you know, it's a slightly more moist because of that chocolate stuff kind of ruminating through the sponge. Is that not a word? I mean, it's not the right one. But... The osmosize. <laughs> well, I must admit, although I had some more serious speculations as to how this would actually go, I enjoyed it. I think the I think the microwaving actually uh, brought something to it. It was nice. It was a bit more gooey. Again, like it's perfectly moist and stuff as well. It didn't dry it out already. It was it was a good cake as far as cakes go for me. Would recommend it. Yeah, you I'm know, surprised. I'm thinking maybe that I might microwave my cake as well. No, you won't. No, I won't. No, you won't. No. <laughs> Right, let's write down some scores and move on to the next snack. So, we have just tried the Tesco's Finest Red Velvet Cake. i got to say, I really, really like it. It's nice and moist, it's rich, it's sweet, but not too sweet. It's it's everything I want a cake to be, but rarely is. Lizzie, what are your thoughts on cake time? I think it's a basic cake. <laughs> I'm not I'm not impressed oh, by it. No. The, the frosting on top, whatever it's supposed to be, it's really thin. The Belgian chocolate filling was also really thin, so it was mostly just red cake and the red cake wasn't even any special flavour of cake it was just red flavour it was just like normal cake <laughs> and then oh, on top no. there's little red sprinklies and I thought maybe they'd be maybe like raspberry flavour or strawberry no it was just crumbs of cake they've decorated the cake by crumbling cake on top of it and I just find it lazy <laughs> come on give it a break <laughs> they, can't, they can't afford freeze dried raspberries I've definitely had uh, moister versions of that kind of cake yeah I've had better red velvets but I mean I think that was still that was still up there, so it's it's a good decent example. I like the texture. I think it was a good basic. Lizzie is not impressed by thing. our words, and she does not agree clearly. I don't think Smarties on top of a cake are a good idea. They <laughs> add a texture that I don't frankly enjoy on my cake. When we were sampling it, how many of the Smarties did you eat from the top of the cake? <laughs> I didn't have any Smarties on the top of my cake because somebody had already eaten them. I, so uh, I don't know what you're saying. I only had about three or four. <laughs> I ate one of the feet. The uh, the feet was very nice. Right, well let's move on to the final snack. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. So, we have just tried the uh, Mr. Kipling's Viennese World. I was ready to dump all over this snack, because to me it doesn't scream birthday. But actually, it's a biscuit, so I can get over the fact it's kind of a bit drier. It was very crumbly. A yeah. bit crumbly. We each had one, and you could probably make up one from the crumbs on the floor. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very crumbly. But I felt like the filling was well balanced. I think this is maybe why I treat myself to them more often than I should just because 
<laughs> well, there's the level of consistency that you get in this that sometimes you don't get in like other similar products. The, the raspberry jam. jam. The, ras- <laughs> the, the raspberry jam. The raspberry jam is quite tart, and the uh, the kind of creamy. I don't even know what it is the creamy cream. The like cream. The, the cream. Uh, like Lizzie says, balances that out quite nicely. It's quite a delicate little biscuit. The like icing sugar stuff on top is quite. I think it just makes it feel a little bit more fancy, a little bit more yeah. special. Yeah, I mean, even if it's very lot, crumbly. Yeah, a lot of it went on the floor. Yeah. Um, but I think if you had a box of them to yourself or a little plate, mm. you could alleviate that somewhat. It had nice flavour, a nice texture. No, it's pretty good. Nice. They do do some lemon ones as well, which I did oh. consider bringing. I... Oh, that would have been a game changer. Mm. Well, with tastings over, it's time to check our notes and write down some scores. We ready? Yeah. Mm. Let's go. Energy. But before we can get into that, it's time for my favourite segment. May I naze? Where Charles has laid down the gauntlet in no uncertain terms that, quote, there is nothing I wouldn't mayo. So we're here, unfortunately, to put that to the test with the items we brought this episode. So, Charlie, it's an interesting selection we've got today in terms of uh, <laughs> mayonnaise accompaniment. How do you think it's going to go? It's not the worst. I'm not sure about Colin. I don't think that's going to be very good. I think the Viennese well will be pretty average. And I think I'm actually gonna really like the uh, the red velvet with the mayonnaise. Oh, I, I really doubt that. But well, let's let's head straight in. Yeah, I guess there's only one way to find out. It needs something to moisten yeah. it up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, God, I chill guess... out, Lizzie. <laughs> So, there's only one way to find out, Charles, which is going to be first. Well, obviously it's going to be Colin, because we started with him. So, okay. I'm going to pop that in my mouth right now. So, Charles, how was that? Um, I don't think with Colin it really made it much better or worse. It didn't add anything, <laughs> but it didn't, yeah, it didn't make say. it worse. It was, you know, it was fine. It was fine. Wow. Yeah. yeah, they didn't compliment each other by any means, but it was, yeah, it was good. <laughs> you do really well in prison. <laughs> Just, just as, uh, my only thing I'm taking in is just a jar of mayo. I'll be fine. <laughs> I find your dedication to mayonnaise unsettling. Really? <laughs> it's powerful force. It's the only thing I can fully dedicate myself to. <laughs> <laughs> Next snack onto the red velvet. So let's give that a go. Alrighty, wait, before you do that, you've got to give us a score out of ten. Eight. Eight out of ten for Colin Caterpillar ah, and seven. mayonnaise. Seven. Seven. A seven. I feel to like we should take his first answer. <laughs> You don't win anything for you this. Everyone loses. It's just hyper-competitive, I'm sorry. Lizzie, everyone loses in this session. So, Lizzie, as you're a new guest on this, my uh, my kind of thesis on, on mayonnaise mm. uh, is that if I put oh, it with a God. snack, it's probably not going to go lower than five. <laughs> if it goes lower than five, it's generally probably because I hate the snack. The five is just the element of just mayonnaise on its own, mm. and then anything else adds to it, it can't take away, yeah, apparently. So... so Apart from the peanut butter egg, which so, is m- negative. I guess you could say, like, a seven is very average. Eight is nice. <laughs> Nine is really, really tasty. And ten is perfect. But, yeah, let's let's move on to this uh, red velvet. Okay, red velvet it is. Red velvet it is. And how did that one treat you, Charles? That one was real tasty. I actually... <laughs> I could, Liar. I could reimagine this cake, right? You've got the, the red, and then you've got the dark chocolate, and then some more red, and then you've just got mayo over the top. <laughs> no, 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 no. To be no. honest, the, the flavour profile between the top of this cake and mayonnaise is very similar. The mayonnaise just has a little bit of extra tang. Oh, my God. The, 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 the cream just can't get... <laughs> I don't want a tangy cake. <laughs> 
<laughs> I kind of want to try it just to see if it actually does improve. Go okay. right ahead. Give it a go. There's a piece right there. Okay. Well, this is before you do that, because this may inform your decision. Charles, what's that going to be out of 10? That one's an 8. Oh, so not that much better than Colin. No, it wasn't mind-blowing. It wasn't like the... The halloumi fries. Oh, the halloumi fries. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, when, you, when you've got a good savoury food on there, most of the time it's going to be a 10 if you add mayonnaise to it. Mm. Lizzie, are you still game? Yeah, I'll eat it. Okay, Lizzie's going to have a go. <laughs> <laughs> Was it lies, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> a spoonful of lies. I actually really like it. Oh my god, no! I told you! <laughs> no! Mayonnaise is love. Mayonnaise is life. Oh my god. Right, I need I need to hear this from Lizzie. What happened? Did it make it better? It, it made did... it so much Yeah, better. see? Think... No, I'm not falling for this. I'm not falling for this. I'm moving the goddamn plate. Oh, we're not done yet. No, I still got the whirl. No, I would genuinely eat that again. Because that tiny little bit of tang of mayo at the beginning mm. was just a little bit more interesting than all of it being smooth and creamy. Mm. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing no this thing. No I'm not falling for no this No one's trap. asking you to eat the mayonnaise, oh, Sam. I don't, honestly, I don't want to share my mayonnaise with you. <laughs> yeah, I feel quite lucky that you've shared it with me. Mm. So, oh God, unfortunately, that still leaves us with one left to try. Charles? Yep, yep. Uh, Vini's well. I'm just going to pop it in right now. It's a seven. Again, doesn't make it any better, doesn't make it any worse. But it was still pretty tasty. And it gave me an opportunity to eat some mayonnaise. <laughs> Man, what a hell of a life ethos. Mm. Just what, what, however bad your day is going, I was like, man, whatever it is, just more chance to have mayonnaise. Yeah, I got some mayonnaise. Oh, God. I, mean, I wonder that this is the person that you have chosen to judge snacks with you. Yeah. The man that will eat mayonnaise on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this, the, the mayonnaise accident that's been happening. You made me do it. You th that's the thing. You thought you'd do this and it would hurt me, but it's only given me more power. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. Again, final round. Let's get on with judging. All right, guys, it's time for the all-important third round where we vote for this episode's Snack Champ. Charlie, why don't you go first? I kind of don't want to go first. <laughs> it's difficult. I think I'm going to have to go for the red velvet one. I mean, it was by no means perfect, but I enjoyed the texture of it. It could have been improved by elements like Colin the Caterpillar. You had that nice chocolate exterior around the side, but I think the the actual inside of the cake, the sponge and the filling was nicer. I feel the delicate nature of the actual sponge itself is where you get the most impressive distinction between that and a regular cake. Yeah, but you don't think it would be improved by some dark chocolate shaving on top or something like that. Something just to give it a bit more pizzazz. Zazz. Perhaps. Maybe with something Some more razzy-zazzy. Some more razzy-zazzy. Some more razzle-dazzle. Maybe if it was something to, like, excite the palate a little bit more. So maybe something quite tart to then be soothed by the chocolate. We know your vote is. Lizzie, how about you? My vote is obviously for Colin the Caterpillar <laughs> I feel like that was clear from the outset. King Colin. Just the pure nostalgia for me of the cake. They could change Colin the Caterpillar cake's recipe to the fact that it wouldn't even need to be really cakey anymore. It and I would just probably... <laughs> It's just, it's just like rolled up cardboard. It's just it's a salami. Yeah. And I would still, I, that would still get my vote. <laughs> 
Fair enough. I guess now, the thing is, I didn't really have that nostalgia fuel because I had a mum that loved me and she made me <laughs> cakes rather than buy me some junk from the store. Okay. Well, now, they did what they could. And what they could do was buy me a delicious calling the caterpillar okay. cake. And I will forever love them for it. Okay. That exactly. and many other things, I suppose. But that's the but main mostly thing. mostly the calling. Obviously. Now, what if they replaced the inside with just a very long Viennese whirl? <laughs> <laughs> If it still had that chocolatey face on it, I would be there. I'll eat anything as long as it has a face. And I must eat the face first. <laughs> I feel like you've just described the opposite of vegan. <laughs> yeah. There must be a term for that, I'm sure. Faceitarian? No. There's definitely Faceitarian. <laughs> I feel like it would just be a carnivore, right? Yeah. No, no unless it's that's a step up. Yeah, no. It, it, like, you, if you just have to eat the face off things... <laughs> I feel like I feel like even a lion, like an apex predator, they're going for like the haunches, you know, the the big meat. They're not yeah. going for the face. That's sort of like more of an evil vulture yeah, kind of deal. Just, yeah, I need crows, to take his face. They like to peck the eyes out of things. Off. <laughs> we call that the Nick Cage special. Yeah, you're a cageitarian. Cageitarian, perfect. I can't wait to see that new film. Mm. <laughs> so that's one for Colin one for Colin one, one for, for Red Velvet, Velvet. So I'm so baffled that you would pick the flavour profile of a basic Red Velvet cake over a delicious chocolatey Colin <laughs> chocolatey Colin <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, uh, like Sounds uh, like something on um, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like a fancy cocktail. I was going to say a fancy... Oh, my God. You should make a chocolatey Colin, which would be a, a caterpillar cocktail. I mean, it's, there are... it's the more sophisticated chocolate version of a grasshopper. Because uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they already have, like, Colin in a jar, and they have Colin faces that you can buy separately. Maybe I should market them. I mean, maybe. Colin I mean, who, this, could be, this could be a whole new era of cocktails you know it's cold outside it's winter you want a hot cocktail you have a glass with like a smear of chocolate around the inside and there's a and face just... looking out at you and <laughs> <laughs> flowing in the top with a chocolatey colin face exactly. staring at you as you drink your cocktail but what a straw that looks like a caterpillar oh very nice <laughs> What's your vote then, Sam? Well, I'm afraid I've got to upset the Colin train right now because, you know what? I like my Viennese Whirls. I've always liked them. I've liked them a lot. But today, I do have to go with the Red Velvet Chocolate Cake. (sighs) You know what? It feels like... uh... It's not even chocolate cake. It's just basic vanilla sponge that is coloured red. It's not chocolate cake. There's chocolate in the middle of it and that's it. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm trying to contain... I just... I'll I'll contain my rage. Some of us just have a more sophisticated... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, my vote today, Tesco's finest red velvet cake. It's just, as far as cakes go, maybe my favourite. It's fine. It means that you can take the whole of that caterpillar home. I was going to be taking it home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, this means that the Tesco's finest red velvet cake is today's winner, but can it defeat the current reigning snacklander of Brew City Halloumi Fries? Probably no way. <laughs> Well, there's only one way to find out as we move into the ultimate snack down. So, it's time for the current reigning snacklander to take on the new champ in the ultimate snack down. So, Charles, what's it going to be? Between the cake and the halloumi fries, it's got to be the halloumi fries for me. We just ate like three cake. We did eat just like three cake. Also, the halloumi fries, I know that they're weird and they're kind of slushy halloumi fries. They're not they're not that regular <laughs> halloumi texture. They're not that purebred halloumi. No, fries. but they are delicious and they have subtle 
little herby notes to them and a butteriness <laughs> that I just love. The mm. cake was nice. I don't think any of the offerings were mind-blowing. And these halloumi fries, in my mind, are. So I, I'm going for halloumi fries through and through. Fair enough. I can respect that vote. Lizzie, how about you? Having not had the halloumi fries before, I was slightly surprised by their texture. Mm. Anytime I've eaten halloumi previously, it's been fairly solid. Almost rubbery, if done not well. Which Squeaky, is some might say. Grammar, but yeah. <laughs> so the softness I found confusing. But actually still really tasty. I enjoyed the herby crust of the halloumi fry. Um, I feel like I don't need to reiterate my feelings towards <laughs> the red velvet cake. So clearly, yeah. clearly my choice is the halloumi fry. Again, can't blame you. I like the red velvet cake. I like the halloumi fry. But again, I think as Charlie already stated, we've done caked a lot today. I'm all caked out, baby. I'm, oh, I'm so caked out, guys. No, seriously. In all fairness, I think the halloumi fries is something that I feel definitely complement other savoury dishes and, you know, is a good foil against some of the sweet, whereas I feel the red velvet cake in particular is very much a one-note hit of sweet, which is is perfectly pleasant, but again, just maybe not enough to to take it over the line today. Was there anything you think that the loser could have perhaps improved on to maybe take this crown? I mean, where where do you want me to start? (laughs) Okay, we'll move on to (laughs) Charlotte. A different cake, please. Um, yeah, a di- me in a different mood. Don't get me wrong. When I chose this cake, I chose it as work cake because when I'm at work, you know, it's easy to open up. You take a slice of cake. It's very yummy. It gives you a good sugar rush. That's not very party themed, I'm realising now, but at work... <laughs> no, I think our work parties are just sad. Well, yeah, work parties are a little bit sad. You know? It is... It, it is nice to share for a bit birthday food. Yeah. It is exactly. birthday yeah, yeah, yeah. I like birthday The sugar food. keeps you going through the day. I don't do parties. No, I mean, you need no people to do parties. <laughs> I was literally about to say you need to have friends to have parties. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm here, so. Yeah, there's one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, I mean, what could it do differently? Be on a different occasion, I guess, is, is my selling point. I mean, give it s- some different texture, I suppose. Not something too garish, like throwing Smarties over the top of it. <laughs> oh, but. God, who would do that? A middle ground of, of <laughs> texture. Yeah, I think it is it is very much a mood food and I don't think Can you smell those for the majority fries? of the time, yeah. You can still smell them. Exactly. I think for the majority of the time, I think halloumi fries are where I'm going to be having my snacks. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, no. You, you could go through a few boxes of those boys, I'm sure. Maybe not a whole cake. No. Well, maybe if it had something to, to lighten it a little bit. Some, whip, some cream like friche? Like those 12, 16, 18, 20 eggs. Some what? Some cream friche. Yeah. Some cream friche. Just a, just a pinch What's of cream, cream friche? friche. It's the better version of cream friche. Are you trying to say creme fraiche? <laughs> And you want to put that on cake? Yeah, like a cheesecake almost. Just a pinch of creme fraiche. Because it's basic. <laughs> well, I guess we know how you uh, how you feel about this. Well, with that in mind, Charles, this can only mean... Halloumi fries retain the crown, whilst red velvet wears a frown. <laughs> Beautifully delivered. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. 
So, Lizzie, thank you for joining us today. Is there anything you want to give a mention or shout out to that you are particularly fond of? Well, I guess it kind of links to the snack that I've brought in the fact that the snack that I brought is a caterpillar. And... (laughs) (laughs) love caterpillars. Just love, just absolutely obsessed with caterpillars and all things wildlife, which is why I've recently started supporting the Wiltshire Wildlife Trust. Oh, okay. They maintain lots of the beautiful parks around Wiltshire that are free to visit. Um, They also work with farmers and help them be more sustainable and increase habitats for pollinators like bees. There are lots of species of bees, but only one species of bee that makes honey, which I think is a really cool fact. So we enslave them all. (laughs) I have heard they're called honeybees. Great, yeah. yeah. (laughs) People think that all bees make honey and it's only one. I guess. It's only one type of bee. Yeah, of course you do. I learned something. Also, with the time of year that it is, a lot of hedgehogs are starting to wake up from hibernation. I almost killed one yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> I avoided it. I didn't actually run it over, but it... Just have your membership revoked. Somewhat spooked by my car. That's good. That sounds like good work. I'm, I'm glad that's still a thing. Yay, nature. Yay, nature. No, I probably <laughs> utilise it quite a lot. You know, yeah. I'm always walking around Wiltshire. It's probably something that I would be interested in doing if I didn't spend all of my money on plastic miniatures and such. <laughs> Which is great for the environment. Either way... Yay nature. I'm sure I will definitely remember to put a link to this in the episode somewhere. And uh, I hope people go check it out. And again, if you're enjoying the podcast, you know, let somebody know, send them an episode, pass it on. Spread the love. And the food. And the food. Mainly the food. (laughs) Now, if you've got any suggestions, questions, or stories of your own Snacksidents, send those to snacksidentspodcast at gmail.com. Go snack yourself! You can find us on all the regular socials, plus you can always check out our website at snacksinspodcast.com for more. And thank you all for listening. Join us next episode for all new themes, all new snacks, and maybe a new... Snacklander! Snacklander. Keep it crunchy! Snacklander!